have started a campaign to raise public awareness on keeping safe during the upcoming Halloween and bonfire night activities. Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue Service, South Wales Police, David Powys Police and local authorities are encouraging people to be considerate to anyone who does or does not wish to join in the celebrations. Regarding fireworks displays, Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue Service encourages the public to celebrate this year's bonfire night in the safest way possible and attend an official organised public firework display which are much safer, more entertaining and cost effective than smaller private displays. The service advises the public against building private bonfires, but if anyone is planning a bonfire, they insist they contact the fire service ahead of time on 01268 909 408, providing the following information. The name and telephone number of a responsible person or organiser, the date, time and location of the bonfire, and how the fire will be extinguished after the event, or if it gets out of control. A Pembroke Dock woman appeared at Haverford West Magistrates Court to plead guilty to a charge of theft by finding after taking control of a Barclays bank card lost by the owner. 26-year-old Kayleigh Davis of Pembroke Street used the card that she had found to pay for items on 12 separate occasions in seven commercial premises in Pembroke Dock and Haverford West using the contactless payment method with the total spent amounting to £163.24. Magistrates fined Miss Davis £80 and she was ordered to pay prosecution costs of £85 and a £30 victim surcharge. Tenby teenage cricketer Harry Malone recently attended a lunchtime presentation at Sophia Gardens Cardiff where he was awarded a trophy for Player of the Year. He's also received his international cap on being selected to go on a 10-day tour of Sri Lanka with Cricket Wales' disability team. On hearing of Harry's skill as a medium pace bowler and superb fielder, members of Tenby Masonic Lodge presented him with a cheque for £500, wishing him a successful and truly enjoyable trip. 14-year-old Harry will fly to Doha International Airport, Qatar, and on to Bandaranaika Airport, Colombo. The amber weather warning for Pembrokeshire issued on Friday has been downgraded to yellow as the massive band of heavy rain moves gradually eastwards towards Swansea and Cardiff over the rest of the weekend. However, the Met Office is still advising that torrential downpours will still affect the county through Saturday into Sunday, with local flooding and some traffic disruption as a result. In sport, Narbuth Rugby Club bounced back strongly after two recent defeats, thumping Cardiff Mets 52-5 at the Lewis Lloyd ground. It was an impressive display by the entire team against the previously unbeaten students. As a result, Narbuth lie fifth in the table with 18 points, 12 points behind the runaway leaders, Pontypool. And it was a similarly strong performance by Haverford West County AFC, seeing off Penland Club 5-0 in the first round of the Welsh Cup last weekend. County's away match against Ammonford on Friday night was postponed due to the heavy rain. I'm Kim Thomas, and you're up to date with Pembrokeshire's news on Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Double welcome to the Saturday Sports Show, myself, Jonathan Twig. Coming up on our show this afternoon, we've got Joe from the Dead Ball Line, previewing the rugby for the South. We've also got Harry, he's looking at the Cardiff City, Swansea City, local derby at the Liberty Stadium in Swansea tomorrow. Good luck to the Welsh Rugby Union as well. 
they're taking on South Africa. Nine o'clock kickoff there in the semi-final of the Rugby World Club. Also coming up on the show this afternoon, we've got netball. When we talk to the young netballers from Frischgard Netball Club, there's an interview with Steve Cooper, manager of Swansea City. And there's also pool with Martin Thomas and David Lee from the Haverford Western District Pool League. They speak to us about the forthcoming presentation and the AGM, which will set the new season off, which starts on November the 12th. Music-wise, we've got Riding Solo by Jason Derilo, we've also got Gypsy Thieves by Cher, and Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. That's all to come here on the Saturday Sports Show with myself, Jonathan Twig. But first and foremost, Haverford West County moved into the next round of the FAW Welsh Cup with a 5-3 success over Swansea Senior League side Penland Club AFC at the Bridge Meadow. Goals from Nicky Palmer, Ben Fawcett, Miles John, Marcus Griffiths and assistant manager Tim Hicks saw the Bluebirds progress and they now focus their attention as league leaders on a top-of-the-table championship South encounter with Ammonford on Friday night. Manager Wayne Jones spoke to Pure West Radio Sport after this side's success when he was asked if he was happy with the performance. Yeah, job done. John in the hat for the, you know, for the next round, so that's all we set out for and yeah, more than happy. The way you set up today as well, you've had a couple of changes coming into the side. I assume Jack Wilson was injured. Yeah, they, they were forced upon us, to be honest. Um, Jack's obviously nursing a bit of a sore hip at the moment. Um, we had to change, obviously, Curtis. Um, we're starting on the bench, he's got a muscular problem as well. And on top of that, then we got... Um, you know, it, it was Kyle's turn to have a run up in goal, so there's three changes from last week's team. So, yeah, you know. Started off so well on the front foot, Nicky Palmer <coughs> tucking it away, but then you were under the cosh a little bit in fairness to Penland, they came and played some football. To be fair, and, and massive credit to them, you know, they they came out, they battled for everything, you know, they took their chances in all fairness, you know, disappointing the way we conceded, if the truth be told, but, you know, we knew they were going to come, you know, boat out of the traps, and, and they'd done just that. We thought, you know, the goal we scored was settled us a bit, which it did, and I thought we controlled possession, but then, you know, we got hit on the break, and to be fair, they scored a good goal. But, you know, overall, I felt at half-time it wasn't the time to go in there throwing teacups about. It was being patient and, you know, disciplined, because we knew our fitness levels, second half would be a big factor, which it turned out to be. Second half, Kieran Howard really came into the game, and he started dictating it through Ben Fawcett. Ben scored again, but you scored some good goals yourself. Miles John? Yeah, I think for me that was the pick of the bunch. Um, you know, yeah, going back to Kieran, you know, he's he's totally a different midfielder what we've had. You know, that's the reason why we brought him here. He gives a different dimension to the team, and you know, he controls the ball. He's not frightened to put the ball back, sideways, or forward. So, you know, he, he's an asset for us that way. And I think the players around him now are learning, you know, to, to get on the ball a bit quicker with him in the team. So, credit to Kieran there. But yeah, you know, Ben second two and two now. Couldn't buy a goal to be fair the start of the season. He's back from his injury, but like he done it last year, he'll go on a run now. Ben will because, like you said, he's got the ability and he's coming back to his full fitness. What's the injury situation? Well, Sean Pemberton came off today. Yeah, Sean's been struggling a bit with his ankle of late. Um, you know, he's had it strapped heavily today, but you know, he's he, precautionary really. In all fairness, you know, we know Ricky can go back and sit in the centre half, so it was a case more precautionary than anything. Um, Kurtz will be back to full fitness there. You know, um, hopefully Jack, who's having a scan on Monday. All's well there, so you know the nucleus there. I think Hawley'd be back in the sticks as as arranged. So you know, again, we're tinkering it because the problem is we're not really playing consistent teams. A lot of it's been forced on us. We're trying to you know squad rotate to keep everyone fresh. And like you said, then now it's a case of the next two games. You know, Armourford, Swansea Uni, massive games for us. So we've got to have our you know our, our best uh, eleven out there. Swansea University week 
Friday on the Bridge Meadow. That's one that the locals can come along and watch as well. From my point of view, I've seen today Jack Britton floating around with a pair of boots on and stretching out. Is he one of those that's on the radar? Yeah, Jack trained with us. Um, he's come back from his work offshores. Um, he's been back with us last week, trained. Um, yeah, itching at, at the bit to get involved. The unfortunate thing is that we can't sign into January because of uh, the new transfer system. So when the window opens, then he'll come on board with us. But, you know, Jack's Jack. I've known him since he was a young guy. You know, he's a product for the youth team here. You know, he, he loves representing his hometown club. So, yeah, that, that'll be happening. Then we look forward to January now. But hometown club it is. And you have got a number of youngsters playing in this Halford West side of the moment. Credit to you and to the coaching staff. People come along a week Friday for the Swansea University top of the table clash. Can they expect these boys to be involved? Yeah, uh, yeah, they certainly will be. You know, like you said, we're asking for obviously local support. You know, obviously it's a Friday nights, which we know Pembrokeshire League don't play. So you know, it'd be nice if local clubs can support us and you know cheer us on, as well as like you said, we're trying to build bridges a lot with local clubs here of late. Um, and you know, to be fair, you know, your Hakins of this world, we're building up good rapports and you know your Goodicks of this world and Merlin's Bridge. So. You know, like you say, we can help them as well as long as they can help us, and that's what we're, you know, we're, we're trying to do and pull in the right direction. On behalf of Pure West Radio, the next two Fridays might be important for the Bluebirds to keep this run going. But to the Pembrokeshire listeners, it's worth getting down to the Bridge Meadow and seeing what Wayne Jones and the coaching crew have got going on in the meadow. All the best, Wayne. Thank you. Cheers, John. It takes two clubs to make the game such a spectacle that it was. Whilst there's congratulations to Haverford West, there's also credit afforded to Penland Club AFC. And I asked their manager, Mark. How proud he was of his club's efforts in the Welsh Cup. It was a great effort from our boys. And we had a pub team who paid £5 subs every week to play. With a wage bill, it must be £1,500. It's a great achievement from our club. From your club's point of view as well, you were well in the game for the first hour. 2-1 up at half-time, two beautifully created goals in fairness. What's the style of play you play in the Swansea Senior League? Oh, we like to play to keep hold of the ball because we're one of the better teams in the Swansea League. We like to keep the ball because we have a lot of possession. And we just build on uh, ball possession. Great opening goal from Ryan Purcell and the way he took it with the outside of the foot. But the build-up play was equally as good. Excellent build-up play, especially at Carmel in the 10, rolled in the pole. And it's a great goal when Ryan, in no fairness, he scores two or three of them a season. He's that good. And where did you stand then when you went 2-1 up five minutes before half-time? It was just a matter of holding on to half-time and then recharge the batteries as well. With our half-time in the local league, we come out after two minutes, we back in the pitch 15 minutes, kills us the first 10 minutes after half-time. That's where we've lost the game, really, because he three goals. It did change a little bit, in fairness, at half West. Oh, they yeah. were out early and they were pushing on the front foot. But yeah. that was to be expected, Mark. Yeah, it was. Certainly, they much fitter than us. They train two or three times a week. We train once a week. They move monthly shape. As soon as they put the boy to mix out on the right and they had the pitch up wide, they killed us. In fairness to them, they've looked at you and they've given you some credit for the type of football inside you as well. You knocked STM Sports and Cardiff Met out of the Welsh Cup last year. So there's a credit to you guys as well for the way you've come down and played. Oh, it's a great achievement from our boys. I'm really happy. Couldn't come here and lose 5-3. It's a great honour for the boys. And bigger than that, you had the, the consolation at the end. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great goal. Great strike from our centre now, followed in by the subs. Just who rolled it to Liam Martin to score. But 5-3, it was a great, it's a great achievement for us to be over the moon with it. And where's that leave you now for the rest of the season? Set you um, up to go further? Hopefully we kick on. we got still in with the league, we've still got two local cups. We're in the West Wales Cup where we've been drawn away to another local Swansea team where we are one of the favourites. Hopefully we can push on now and win a few more cups. Locally, hopefully I can catch up with you if you're coming back in the Pembrokeshire and the West Wales Cup. Congratulations on your performance today and keep the side going. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
live every second like it was my last one. Don't look back at a new direction. Don't look back. I love you once. Needed protection. No, no. You're still a part of everything I do. You're on my heart just like a tattoo. Can't waste time, so give it a moment. I Nothing's broken. No need to worry about everything no I've done. To Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show. Myself, Jonathan Twig, here on Pure West Radio. And that was Jordan Sparks with Tattoo. It's Swansea City. A big game against Cardiff City coming off tomorrow. But before that, Harry, welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show. What's been going on over the last week? Well, the Super Swans returned to league action last Saturday at Barnsley in South Yorkshire and returned with a point thanks to Andre Ayew's goal. The lead lasted three minutes at Oakwell and it's a never disappointing to get a point on the road, although fans and manager Steve Cooper will be frustrated as we had 60% of the possession but couldn't turn it into a fruitful return on efforts on goal. It meant the fixture on Tuesday night against Brentford drew on more importance if we were to maintain our place in the top three of the championship. The Bees, not having won in Swansea since recording a 2-0 win in 1995, it was another disappointing crowd of just 15,785 and we could have done with the support having picked up just a point from our last three games at the Liberty Stadium, although on all three occasions I felt a goal at the right time would have swung the game in our direction. A 3-0 loss on Tuesday saw us slip to ninth place in the championship table. The Swans' normal style, fluid and with flair, was undone. The efforts of Steve Cooper's men questioned as his mantra of being brave on the ball and to pass lacking in execution and a cutting edge. Where I asked the manager post-match just how disappointed he was after a tough result. Yeah, disappointing. Um, not going to hide away from a, a poor um, scoreline at home. 3-0 is never a good thing in any way shape or form um, obviously three really disappointing goals we conceded um, first one probably summed up our defending in the first half we were way too passive and uh, then certainly at this level if you are that then you will get punished and then obviously we've made two two big errors for, for the um, second and third goal so um, you know, you go 3-0 down, it's a, a tough ask to, to get back into. I know we created chances, you know, before the first goal and, and certainly in the second half, but um, but still it, it ended up being too much to do. There's a pattern emerging with our home form, Steve. What is your view on this? Yeah, I think tonight is a bit different to the, to the previous games. You know, we've conceded late on in, in previous games. Tonight was, um, was different. So I don't think it was, you know, a pattern in terms of how the games have gone and conceded. Today, as I said, we, we, we particularly fell short with our de- defending um, all, all throughout the pitch, not just the, the sort of back four uh, or around our goal. Um, and as I said, you know, you do that, you can see goals and, you know, we got punished for it tonight. So I see tonight is a little bit different to, to previous games, uh, even though, the, you know, the result has, has been a bit of a similar one in terms of... Um, um, you know the, the the loss, but um, you know, listen. I just said to the players there, you know, it's 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 done. It's disappointing. It hurts. Um, you know, we've 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 let ourselves down in the game. Uh, but um, you know, we got two options. We either 
salt cry or, or we get on with it and um, you know we have to do the latter and it really is that disappointing yeah and that's that's the thing isn't it you know we didn't do as we've done previously uh, with our defending and um you know, like I said, the, the the second and third goal are great. Or certainly, the first and third goal are great, great finishes. But if you're going to give time and space, and you're going to make errors, then that can happen. And you know, unfortunately for us, it it, um, it fell against us tonight. But but we look at ourselves. You know, we're not. I'm not going to look at. Uh, they were great finishes. Nothing you can do. We put ourselves in them positions, and you know, through difficult moments, we will look at ourselves first. We're not going to look to blame people. Uh, we want to stand up and be counted, and that's that's what we're going to do. I mean, the, the good thing is we, we've got uh, the next game is a home game, so we've got a chance to, to put it right. And that's that's what we want to do. We want to face up the things uh, and not hide away and um, uh, and get over barriers. And, and what one is obviously win, winning a game at home. Onwards and upwards, Steve. Can we get the atmosphere back for Sunday's game? You know, it's a sellout. It's full, so there'll be more people here. Um, yeah, like, like I said before, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a home game. It's a big game. I know that. I'm not going to talk too much about it now because we have to get tonight out of the way. Um, I'm just pleased that we're, we're home, whoever we would have been playing, so that we can face up the things and, and, and um, you know, get over some hurdles. Thanks, Coops. As I look forward to South Wales derby, when Cardiff City arrive at the Liberty Stadium for a high noon kickoff tomorrow, right on the back of a Rugby World Cup semi-final for Wales. This is the first South Wales derby since 2014, a year after we lifted a trophy at Wembley Stadium. It's 86 years since Cardiff did that, although I can see the FA Cup is one to shout about, but our 5-0 bashing to lift the Football Cup was indeed a special moment and one I was lucky to share alongside Dad and Grandad. Great memories. Our most recent South Wales derby was in February of 2014 in the Premier League, ending with us triumphing at the Liberty Stadium 3-0 and sending Cardiff down to the Championship. The first game was in 1912, year we reformed at the old Vetch field and ended one all. One of our chants, Swim Away, derives from the game in September 1988, when we lost at home to the Bluebirds and a group of Cardiff fans were chased into the sea by a group of Swansea fans. I don't support hooligans for, and believe the banter one can have over football remains at all and football supporters are one family. From our 107 games we trail in wins from 44 to 85 with 27 draws. A number of players have played for both clubs, notably revered Swans manager John Toshak, local lad from St David's, Ian Walsh and a folklore icon Robbie James, alongside two players who also rolled out in half of this county colours, striker Barry Hole and former county player and manager Derek Budgie Brazil. More recently, Wayne Routledge has arrived in town and now in the twilight of his career and I'm sure, like me, he would like to put one in the onion bag tomorrow. That would be great until next week. I'm Harry Trigg and this is Jason Derulo with Riding Solo. Milford Haven Roundtable would like to invite you to join them at this year's free entry fireworks display, which will take place Tuesday 5th of November on Milford Waterfront. The fun starts from 4pm with live music from the Pure West Radio stage. Performers include Jens Juniors, Kelly Williams School of Dance and the Pure West Radio competition winner. Heading the night will be UK DJ legends, the Freestylers. There'll be plenty to entertain the whole family with a funfair, food, drinks, stalls. It's a night not to be missed. For more information, visit them on Facebook. The Milford Haven Roundtable Free Fireworks Event, Tuesday the 5th of November. 
Did you know a whopping 40% of your happiness is guided by how you choose to live? Things don't always go to plan in our world, yet evidence shows that moving more, connecting with friends, giving to others, taking notice and learning new things is by far the best medicine you can take. Check out the Life Seeker digital newspaper and online hub for inspiration on positive, sustainable living in West Wales. Join us at lifeseeker.wales to play smart and live well. Be sure to also tune in to the Sneaky Peak Life Seeker updates on The Breakfast Show with me, Toby Ellis, every six weeks. That's lifeseeker.wales for more information. Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here, a new animal there. So what's new for this year? You can see two-toed sloths, Tuppy and Lightcap, in the newly refurbished exhibit Tropical Trails. Little ones with energy to burn? <laughs> then check out Wallaby Ranch play area. Worked up an appetite? Then a visit to the brand new sit-down, table-serviced themed restaurant The Hungry Farmer is a must. Zoo, farm, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. I love my brother. We do fun things like playing together. I like having hugs with Freddy. Freddy gives the best hugs. Freddy used to be very poorly. And the doctor said he might need a new liver. Then one day, a very nice person gave their liver to Freddy. It was amazing. We were so happy. Now he's around to give me more hugs than ever. Tell your family you want to save lives. To find out more, visit organdonation.nhs.uk. Pure West Radio. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. No one is gonna argue, no And since I got that hold off me I'm living life now that I'm free, yeah Told me, told me together Now I got my slamash together, yeah Now I made it through the weather Better days are gonna get better I'm so sorry that it didn't work out I'm moving on I'm so sorry, but it's over now The pain is gone to cover up my eyes, I'm jumping in my ride, I'm heading out tonight I'm solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo, solo I'm feeling like a star, you can't stop my shine, I'm bloody cloud nine, my head's in the sky I'm solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo, solo Now I'm feeling how I should, never knew single could feel this good Oh, star player misunderstood, back in the game who Spread my wings, loving myself makes me wanna sing. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, tell me. 
hold me together Now I got much, got much together Yeah, now I made it through the weather Better days are gonna get better I'm so sorry, sorry that it didn't work out I'm moving on, I'm so sorry But it's over now, the pain is gone I'm putting on my face Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show. I'm myself, Jonathan Twink, here on Pure West Radio. And that was Riding Solo by Jason Derillo. Now let's return to winning ways with a thumping 52-5 success over Cardiff Met at the Lewis Lloyd Ground. Full-back Nick Gale contributing 17 points following a first-half try and then six conversions of his side's eight tries. Whitlam won 19-13 their local derby at Crimmock in Division 1 West and Pembroke fell 31-11 at league leaders Vellin Voyle. In Division 2 West, Fishguard's game with the Moors against Nankaretic was a casualty of the heavy overnight rain on Friday, while Smilford fell to their first home defeat of the season, 19-13 to league leaders Buddyport. In Division 3A West, Pembroke Quinns lost their 100% record as Aberline and won 13-5 at Piers Pool. Haverford West now the only unbeaten side in the division, after a nail-biting 22-all draw at home to St Clair's. Coach Steve Barnett spoke to Pure West Sport after the game when we asked him whether he was disappointed in the result and how would he reflect on the game? Uh, I have to reflect on it. Personally, at this moment in time, I'm extremely disappointed because um, we got off to a very good start and then we just blew it again, very similar to last week. But that is part of the building process, I suppose. Steve, you're a half a rest boy. Last season you came in as head coach. You got half a rest boys back playing. You've built on that this year again? Yeah, quite happy with that. Um, everybody who plays for us has been involved with the club before uh, we've got a couple of Fijian boys from Brodie they've been involved for a few years so yeah we've kept it local which is good put the result behind you for today you're still unbeaten in the league between now and Christmas where the half of us want to be I just want to build I want a bit more consistency uh, like I say the squad are capable and they got to they got to realise that winning is uh, it, it can be something that you learn week in week out with that composure uh, we will get there we're building on that but within the club itself, you've got a youth structure and you've got the junior blues coming through as well. How important that is to the sustainability of the club? Oh, extremely, extremely. Um, the youth is very, very important to us. In fact, if any youngsters out there want to come down and join us, we're looking to build on the youth team now for the next couple of years to try and strengthen it. So all comers welcome. 
all comers are definitely welcome in Hafler's Rugby Club. But you've also got a new initiative under Simon Gardner, Lenny and the Scarlet's prop. He's opened up something new into Pembrokeshire and that's something new into Haverford West. Yeah. What's he got going on? It's that's that's a mixed disability rugby. Um for all, all parties concerned, I think it's an absolutely fantastic idea. Uh, I wish people would come down and volunteer and help out, and anybody want to come down and join in, more than welcome. There's going to be a lot of opportunity with that. That's half of those Vikings. When does that start, Steve? I think it's next Sunday is the first training session down here. Um, Simon's got it all over Facebook, um, so you can catch up on that. I, th- I think the timings are like 3 to 5 or 2 to 4 or something like that, but uh, have a look on the Facebook page. So is Barney going to get his togs back out and have uh, a run up with him as well, or is no, he just going to stand from a distance? I stand back and coach <laughs> stand back and chops off right. yeah. how important is it for you to be involved in rugby and see your two boys playing for Alfred West as well because yeah, you're the true oh, Haverfordian yeah, exactly oh, I love it uh, always be part of this club um, only one year out of I think about 41 years that I haven't been here um, but yeah I love the club through and through I just want it to progress uh, as, as a unit together as a club with the youngsters through the mixed disability group the ladies rugby that's kicked off again now big time it's nice so hopefully you keep it all going. Excellent. Steve, I wish you well, and we'll have a chat before Christmas again. Thank Good you man. Thank you, Johnny. Naylor won their second game of the season, 29-23 at home to Langham. Why St David's travel to Lampeter Town with just 14 players to lose 104-0 to remain winless after six games? Coming up after Joe from the Dead Ball Line previous this afternoon's rugby fixtures, it's going to be Gypsy Thieves by Cher. Hello, Jonathan and Pure West listeners. My name's Joe and I'm the Dead Ball Line guy. That's right. This is my take on this weekend's Rugby action for all the Pembrokeshire teams. In Division 1 West, Aberystwyth, they welcome the champions, Velenvol. Velenvol currently 5 from 5, chasing down Newcastle Emlyn. Aberystwyth, one win out of five games so far. The Blue Bears will need to be on their metal if they're to get a result from the travelling team. Pembroke versus Emlyn in a big, big battle. That's right. Geraint and Kyle will have to get into the players' minds of how big an occasion this is. They don't come bigger in one West than Newcastle Emlyn. Currently, also like Vellingvall, five from five. Down from the championship last season, they'll be looking to bounce straight back. Can Pembroke take something from this game? They will have to be on their A game if they are. And Crummich, two wins from five, travelled down to Pencloud, the champions of Division 2 West last year, also with the same record, two from five. It's never easy down with Pencloud. Crummich will have to travel well and be in the mood for it. And Whitland versus Gossainen. Well, Whitland, Gareth Bennett's green machine, going quite nicely at the moment. Three wins from five. They welcome a Gossainen side with only one win to their name. So, will it be maximum points for Gareth Bennett's boys? We'll have to wait and see. In two West, Nankaradic entertained Milford. Milford last weekend lost to the Blacks of Bury Port and that will have to engage them now in their minds to get back on it. They're third currently, Nanter in fourth, who's going to take it? And sixth place, Temby. They take on 5th place Fishguard. What a Pembrokeshire battle this is. It'd be fantastic to see how this goes. Temby, 2 wins from 6. Fishguard, 2 from 4 with 1 draw. Fishguard, can the Seagulls turn them over at the seaside? We will have to wait and see. Now then, Division 3 West A. Aberaeron, after a big win last week in Pembroke Dock wins, they face Trigaron. I'd say Aberaeron will be looking for maximum points here. Cardigan, who've been struggling of late... 
face the Blues of Hafford West. I saw this fixture last year and the Blues took it. Can Barney's Barmy Army do it again and keep that pressure on? There's about five teams in that top five in the mix. Lan versus Lampeter. Lampeter going well. Lan, if they want to be in with the shout at the end of the season, will have to win this game. Pembroke Dockwins, this is about bounce back ability this weekend. St. Clair's never an easy place to go and they will be confident of getting a victory after seeing a chink in the armour of Pembroke Dockwins. And St. David's versus Nayland, well, can the boys in St. David's get the result they so desperately need or will Nayland get maximum points? It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I wish every team all the best of luck and let's hope that weather stays away and doesn't play havoc. Go safe, guys. Well, I'm rumbling in this JCB. I'm five years old, my dad's a giant sitting beside me. And the engine rattles my bum like berserk while we're singing. Don't forget your shovel if you want to go and work. My dad's probably had a bloody hard day. But he's been good fun and bubbling and joking away And the procession of cars stuck behind Are getting all impatient and angry but we don't mind We're holding up the bypass, oh Me and my dad having a top laugh, oh, oh. Sitting on the toolbox, oh and I'm so glad I'm not in school, boss So glad I'm not in school Oh no And we pull over to let the cars pass And pull off again speeding by this summer green grass And we're like giants up here in our big yellow digger like zoids or transformers or maybe even bigger and they want to transform into a tyrannosaurus rex and eat up all the bullies and the teachers and their pets and i'll tell all my mates my dad's behavior up is only with a jcb and bruce lee's nunchuckers and we're holding up the bypass oh me and my dad having a top laugh, oh, 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 sitting on the toolbox, oh, and I'm so glad I'm not in school, boss, so glad I'm not in school, and we're holding up the bypass, oh, me and my dad having a top laugh, oh, oh, I'm sitting on the toolbox, oh, and I'm so glad I'm not in school, boss. Glad I'm not in school. Said I'm Luke, I'm five, and my dad's Bruce Lee. Drives me round in his JCB. I'm Luke, I'm five, and my dad's Bruce Lee. Drives me round in his JCB. I'm Luke, I'm five, and my dad's Bruce Lee. Drives me round in his JCB. I'm Luke, I'm five, and my dad's Bruce Lee. Drives me round, and we're holding up the bypass. Whoa, me and my dad having a top laugh. Oh, wow. And I'm sitting on the toolbox. Oh, and I'm so glad I'm not in school box. So glad I'm not in
Jonathan Twig here on Pure West Radio and that was Gypsy Thieves by Cher last weekend down at Pembershire College Sports Hall where they got the under 16s, under 14s and under 12s leagues taking place. I was lucky enough to catch up with Rian Homer and she's from Fishguard Netball Club and I asked her who Fishguard were actually preparing to play that afternoon. Uh, Fishguard today are playing Chaos Violets in the under 16s. And the under 16 for that, you've got Emily with you as an assistant coach. How many times do these girls come together for coaching in a week? Uh, they coach every Monday night uh, in Fishguard Leisure Centre between 7 and half past 8 and then they play on Saturdays. Um, when they're playing on Saturday, which other teams have we got in the league? Uh, we've got Pembroke, Milford, Narberth, St David's, Tembe. Emily, you're one of the coaches as well. Yeah. What's your involvement in netball? <coughs> uh, I do mainly the umpiring, 
So Rianne Sharks and coaches on the sideline and I invite gaming on Saturday. So have you had the train to be an umpire or is that just something you've yeah, picked up? Yeah, everybody goes on a, you can go on an intro to umpiring and then I'm training towards my C award now then to be on the qualifications. This is all about participation, it is all about getting the girls involved. Are they all from the Fishguard area? Yeah, most of them are most from of them are, yeah, not far yeah. off. One of the young ladies that's playing wing attack today is Maisie. Afternoon, Maisie, how are you? Good, thank you. What do you enjoy most about the game? Meeting new friends, new skills. And those new skills, what are Ian and Emily like on the coaching side? Oh. <laughs> so, you started off in the netball at 11 years of age. Who else have you got on the side today? Evie Rands, which is an under 14. Um, mm. Nia Jones, Libby Rands. Harriet Pritchard, Catherine Phillips and Bromwell Williams. So, looking at you and the way you're going to be playing this afternoon as well, kitted out in the purple tops uh, and the purple kit, what are you looking for from netball as a sport? What do, you, what do you want to get out of it? I want to carry on when I go to college. But the side you've got at the moment, they've got lots of smiles and lots of excitement. Yeah. It isn't just about the sport. What else comes together with the camaraderie that... We try and have a lot of fun with them, don't we? We try and make it fun and then know when the serious part is when we get to the game because we are very competitive coaches, <laughs> to say the least. So there's nothing wrong with being competitive coaches, but there is a way to play the game as well. If you're an umpire and you, yeah. you fully understand that, yeah. and I can imagine you're totally neutral, Emily. Yeah. Where is the next stage? This is a non-competitive junior league. Where's the next stage for these girls then? There is a West Wales and there is a hub um, team as well then, which is sort of like the county side. Um, so then that's the next stage and then it's West Wales on from there then if they go through trials and it's up to them they can go from club or from school don't necessarily have to be associated with the club to actually uh, trial for them Those trials and the county side play where do the county side play and when? They train here in Pembroke College once a month um, and then there is a tournament at the end of June then they play the other sides right across um, South and West Wales then is it? If anybody wants to get involved in netball, how do they do that? Um, the best way to go is onto Pembrokeshire Junior Netball League um, website and then on there there is all the information for all the clubs across Pembrokeshire and obviously then you can get the contact with the right coach from the right area. You're not only looking at Fishguard, you've opened that up to anybody in Pembrokeshire. You have fixtures every Saturday morning as well? Yeah. That's in Pembrokeshire College and what time do they start? Uh, they start at 9.15 and then the, for an hour a game and then the last game is at 2.15. Age groups then play in under 12s, under 14s and under 16s. So there's lots of opportunity for young people to get in netball. Is there a contact telephone number as well? Uh, yeah, it's 07 We have for Pure West Radio on the Saturday Sports Show. Enjoy your afternoon of netball. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rian, Emily and Maisie from Fishguard Netball Club there. And before we talk to Martin Thomas and David Lee from the Haverford Western District Pool League, this is Ritual.
Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show with myself, Jonathan Twig, here on Pure West Ritual, Pure West Radio, and that was Ritual, which leads me nicely into talk, which leads me nice, which leads me nicely into the ritual of talking to Martin Thomas, and it leads me nicely into the ritual of talking to Martin Thomas and David Lee from the Haverford Western District Pool League. They've had their presentation night in AGM, with a view to starting their league season on November the twelfth. I asked Martin to start with. Who the prize winners were? Was actually went this year to Darren Bolton. He actually beat Henry James in a cracking final. That was this year. So Darren's, Darren's actually got the singles title this year. The doubles went down to the final between um, Stephen Edwards and Terry McBride and the Glen pairing of uh, which is Paul Hughes and um, Simon Pierce. It's going from strength yeah. to strength. You've yeah. got with you Di Lee. Yeah. Di, you're involved in the county pool site. Are we in for second place? So, uh, we were just uh, overindulged a bit, I think. <laughs> we had a six-point question and it wasn't quite enough. The, the other boys, uh, Barn Boy, who actually won the league, um, won 21-19, whereas we lost 22-18, which the six points put us all level. And then it went on a head to head, and we lost the league by one point. But we're still promoted, we're in the Premier League, and as we say, who's going from strength to strength at the moment? At the moment, it's all coming back. On We, we took over at a good time, really, where we just had to be taken over. And basically, now we're getting to the roots of it and everything. And we're hoping it's starting to come together now, Dave. Right? It's, it's starting, everything's in, in place now. And hopefully from now on it'll, you know, we'll be carrying yeah, on. We better, we better pick up the pieces from, yeah. from what other people are left off yeah. and move on to a major headache of new. Yeah, that's right. But we're on the road now. We, we welcome any more teams into the league, John. So yeah. how many leagues have you got, Martin? Um, we've got Premier 1, Premier, Division 1 and Division 2. Obviously we'll know more after Friday, after the AGM as well, on how many Carry teams on. have entered okay. for for this year but we're hoping that we'll have relatively about the same amount of teams participating this year we'd love many more Friars are a new entry this year oh. they've, they've messaged me to yeah. say that they oh. well that, get that's, that's great getting the Friars back in that's another town pub you know John so you're half Western District Pool mm-hmm. League how yeah. far out of Halford West to the um, actually we go we go as far as to Narbeth because the ROAB club they were playing at the um, 10 mile radius ten, yeah 10 mile radius which it does actually come into it and they were within the 10 mile radius so they get to play in it, but it is a 10 mile radius. And what are the format for the league games? The format, the current format at the moment is five singles and two doubles. So you have to have them as five players ideally. But you know, obviously, you can play with left if you can't come up with a five, which your points are deducted then from this because you have to forfeit one or two matches depending on how many you're missing out of that. But there is proposals to change it slightly. Some people would like 10 singles put in, but that's something that requires a vote. Is there a minimum age anybody can come and play in the pool league? Um, it was 14. 14, but I, you, basically you've got to contact the relative public house before and state 24 hours before that you're bringing a minor in because pool goes on after 9 o'clock. 
Um, obviously, some um, public houses do not like miners in after nine o'clock. Relatively, it's never been a problem, but it's out of courtesy. It's to notify the public to go and you may have a miner with you who's under fourteen. And in fairness, there you've come up with a very, very good word in courteous. Mm. That is the way the game of pool is played. It is competitive on the green base, mm. but there's a lot of friendly rivalry mm. and there's a lot of respect for your opponent also. But within half the best, are there any businesses supporting you? Yes, um, I've had an offer which we, we, I believe we will probably take up and I hope we do take it up is half of us coin machines have offered to be a main sponsor and give us monies towards that this year which I'm, I'm very, very grateful for for any income you know because it helps with the spread the cost of it throughout the year of, of the tournament and buying uh, um, basically the cups and the shields to be engraved and everything during the end of the year so that's one big bonus for us at the moment. You guys have got a lot of work on your hands. It is a friendly league. It's competitive all the way through. What nights do you play on? We play on a Tuesday night. Um, basically start at quarter to nine. So if any of the POS radio listeners are tuned in and they want to go and have a game of pool or they want to get involved in playing for the side, which is the best way to get in contact with someone? I either contact myself, which we have a Facebook page, and basically contact myself or Dave through that or just go to um, any public house that has a team within the league and just ask from there, you know? It's, it's quite simple, it's, you know, it's for boys who, who love their pool and also to speak to your local more than anything, you know? And obviously with a decline of pubs at the moment, I think we're, we're showing good spirit that we can feed so many teams in the three leagues. And I think that's, that's only good for the, the pub trade and good for the future of the league. The future of the league is important, Martin. Without yourself, Dave Lee and the others on the committee, following your AGM, and I look forward to seeing the results come through. There we are. Thank you very much, John. Following on the Millersbridge ABC Amateur Boxing Night at the Parkhouse Pavilion two weeks ago, there's more congratulations for another boxer from the county, Mikey O'Sullivan from Fishcat, who competed for Wales against England at Cannock earlier this month. Kennedy and Eskol Brogwine and boxing at a Cardigan ABC. His split decision victory over Mike Smith from the Pinewood Star ABC allowed him to overcome his previous defeat in the Wales England International when he lost to Luke Rodder. Seven weightlifters from the Strength Academy Wales based at the Prendiger site of Haverfordwest High School under the direct of head coach Simon Roach. Chloe Hood, Sarah Mitchell and Dan Davis. They took away goals while James Hart and Lottie Wally won silver medal. As the club looks to build with the members and looking at Welsh and British honours, including the European Championship set for next year. In local cricket, Tom Davis, the all-rounder from Cairo, took the George Cole Trophy at a recent annual dinner held for Pembrokeshire County Cricket Club. Tom, a teacher in Tempe, scored 936 runs at an, at an average of 62.4 in Division 1. Exactly the same number of runs as Dan Sutton of Cresselli, his average 58.5. Another run gatherer was Simon Holiday from Haverford West, who totaled 927. Tom was also the second leading wicket taker, at an average of 13.23 per wicket, when he took 43 victims during the season. Andrew Miller and Nayland topped the bowling charts with 47 wickets, at an average of 12.36. With another spinner, Andrew Paul of Sinishmills, who made his county debut this year, taking 40 wickets. In Division 2, Richie Adams and Narbuth, 927. His average in securing the title for Narbuth, 92.70. Other big run gatherers in that division, John Cullen for Leckford with 789, and Josh Hicks of Johnson 
with 565. Wickets were taken there by Sam Davis of Pembroke with 43, an average of 12.44. Ben Quartermine, the Narbuth opening bowler, took 35 wickets at an average of 9.57. And then Matthew Holder of Hook, he took 33 wickets at an average of 14.84. Were you a former player for Goodwick United Football Club? Well, they're celebrating their 70th anniversary next month. The club formed following a merger between Penku United and West End. There's an anniversary dinner on Saturday the 16th of November being held at the clubhouse at the Phoenix Centre off the Parog in Goodick. Organised by Goodick stalwart and chairman Brian Morris. There's a two-course meal for the ticket price of £15 per person and a disco to follow. And if you want to contact Brian, it's 0777-406-4750 for the limited number of seats that are currently available. Well, that's it for myself, Jonathan Twig, on the Saturday Sports Show here on Pure West Radio. Once again, it's been a pleasure to have your company for the last hour. And finishing off with a big shout-out to the Wales rugby team. Jonathan Davis, if you've made the side tomorrow against South Africa in the Rugby World Cup semi-final, then all the best wishes from all the listeners here on Pure West Radio. For everybody else... Enjoy your sporting weekend this weekend, including those going to the derby tomorrow, Swansea against Cardiff City. This is Billy Joel with Uptown Girl. Let me take a selfie. Take a selfie, send in and win. Play Mug of the Week and you could win an exclusive Pure West Radio mug by simply sending us a selfie. To enter, take a selfie anywhere in Pembrokeshire. Send it to our Facebook page or email it to studio at purewestradio.com. There's a new winner every week. Mug of the Week on Pure West Radio in association with Saints Brides Bay Print and Embroidery. Visit saintbridesbay.com for more information. Let me take a selfie. Life's always better when the radio's on. And with digital radio, it can be even better. So why miss out on your favourite digital stations when you get in your car? If you don't have DAB Digital Radio in your car, you can listen to your favourite station or radio app by connecting your smartphone to your car stereo with an aux-in cable, a USB connection or via Bluetooth and take all the stations you enjoy at home with you on the road. Find out more about listening to digital radio via smartphone in your car at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. I'm Sarah Miller and I'll be joined by local experts in farming, food, wildlife and all the other things that are precious to the Pembrokeshire countryside every Sunday between 9 and 11. That Change for Life is all about small changes to help make us and our families healthier. Like, a lot of food contains more sugar than you might think, and eating too much can make us put on weight, which may lead to heart disease, type 2 diabetes and even cancer. Making sugar swaps is a great way to stay healthy, and it's so simple. Instead of sweets, swap them for fruit. And for fizzy drinks, try no added sugar or sugar-free ones. Just check the label. It's easy to be food smart. For more help with sugar swaps, search Change for Life online. Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. A combination of fire and rescue, police and local authorities have started a campaign to raise public awareness on keeping safe during the upcoming Halloween and bonfire night activities. Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue Service, South Wales Police, David Powys Police and local authorities are encouraging people to be considerate to anyone who does or does not wish to join in the celebrations. Regarding fireworks displays, 
Mid and West Wales Fire and Rescue Service encourages the public to 